everyone. Today we're talking about pregnancy body image. Which makes me want to say body language. <laughs> Welcome to Doula Dang Thing. I'm your doula, Ashley. I'm here with my sister, Natasha. Hi. And we're going to talk about how you're feeling with your body while you're pregnant. Ooh, baby. Natasha, when you think of getting pregnant and your body... How does that make you feel? Conflicted because when you see a pregnant person, they are the cutest they've ever looked in their whole life. And when you know a pregnant person, you love them and that baby. So it's just like all positives. However, I know if I just get a little bit bloated from eating a burrito that it's going to be hard for me. Because I think too, like we were raised like being told like, Putting a lot of value on looks, you know, and so that translating to a body type that's not what I'm used to is going to be emotionally challenging, I think. For sure. I will say, though, that being bloated from a burrito is a lot less exciting than having a baby. <laughs> so that might change mm -hmm. how you feel about it. Before I got pregnant, obviously, I love pregnant people. I think they're the cutest thing I've ever seen. But when I was pregnant and looking in the mirror, it was so strange. I didn't identify with my body at all. It almost felt like I was an alien or something. Like I, I looked at myself and I thought, what, what is this? Like I didn't look cute to me, you know? That makes sense. And I loved that I was pregnant. I wanted a baby so bad. And I loved being pregnant, even though I wasn't pregnant for very long. But it just looked strange to and me. And your body does change so fast. Yeah, really fast. You'll take your pregnancy tests and you'll take your first couple of months and it'll be tiny. And then it's all of a sudden like, oh, mm -hmm. wow, I am pregnant. Yeah. And with you, it's funny that you felt like you looked so different because... You didn't show very much. I was tiny. Yeah. My first pregnancy, I gave birth at 26 weeks, so I didn't get very mm -hmm. big. And then my second pregnancy, I didn't really see myself because I was lying in bed mm -hmm. all the time. I wasn't around a mirror, so I only have one picture of me, and it's actually on my website, supportedseason.com. And that's as big as I got. And, you know, I could look down in the bed and see that my hospital gown was getting tighter <laughs> and all of that. but And I was getting more and more uncomfortable, but I didn't really get a chance to like see it growing like in a mirror or with, through pictures. That's crazy. That's another thing, too. It was like, I think part, like a way to get used to you and your body is to just like look at yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's pregnant or not. Like when you're like, you know, you're feeling like down on your body to just be like, this is me and like mm -hmm. look at yourself but in the situation where you're in a hospital or on bed rest and you're not looking at yourself that's got to be like a weird experience yeah it was weird I never really think about that but yeah I didn't see what was happening to my body and then all of a sudden like even my face I couldn't see like a mirror to look at my face like I've seen pictures of myself. I look so bad. and But it just wasn't about what I look like. It was about keeping my baby alive. Did you and feel disconnected from yourself, like your physical self in those times? Um, I think I just felt betrayed. 
by my physical self mm-hmm. because it wasn't doing what it was supposed to do, like what I have expected it to do. And honestly, I just felt really mad. It's like, I don't know. It's so sad, obviously. And that your second pregnancy was really, really hard. And I mean, the whole family like kind of chipped in to Amazing. make it work. But way chipped in. It was it was some a tough few months. But how did it differ from how you felt in your body your first pregnancy? I felt much more grateful that I was getting bigger. The repercussions of me getting bigger meant that my baby was safe mm-hmm. and it didn't matter what I looked like because I just wanted so badly for my baby to be okay. Mm-hmm. The first pregnancy when I was getting bigger, I was like, oh no, I don't want to get stretch marks. Like, I don't want to, you know, get too big. Or I don't want to stay big. And it was very focused on my physical appearance. But with the second one, I knew what the what it meant if I didn't stay pregnant, if I didn't get big. And so I was just really excited I was getting bigger and none of the physical things mattered. I want stretch marks. (laughs) And in my second pregnancy, I did get stretch marks. And it changed the way I saw those stretch marks because something that was a negative thing became something that meant my baby was safe. And it meant that I did it. I did something to help my baby fight for their life. I think in my first pregnancy, I was really young and I was really scared I was going to lose what I felt made me valuable to other people. Because like we said, we were taught that being pretty was very important. And, you know, talking about body issues, like having a a nice figure was very important And if I wasn't cute, then I wouldn't be important to other people. And being a recording artist growing up just kind of amplified those feelings because if there was anything wrong with my looks, it was not okay. I was told about it. I was told to fix it. I was, you know, taken to experts to fix it. Like it was not okay for me to not look perfect. And so when I was pregnant, it just amplified all of those feelings and... I really honestly thought that if I didn't look perfect, I wouldn't be loved. And because I put so much focus on the physical side of things, when my baby was born early, I thought, oh, that was my fault. And obviously it wasn't my fault. Like there's nothing I could have done, especially with the knowledge I had at the time. But I blame myself so badly for not wanting to get big and not wanting to get stretch marks and all of those things. And I had to really work through that. It took me a while to forgive myself for thinking that way about my pregnancy. I was like, why did I want to stay small? Why did I not want stretch marks? Why did I care so badly about getting back to the same size? Why was that my focus? And of course, I wanted a healthy baby, and and that was super important to me. But I also really wanted to be back to my normal size. I wanted to go back to the way I was. I wanted to look the same after my baby was born. And I felt so awful after she was born, and I saw her in her incubator, and she was so tiny because I didn't get very big. She didn't get very big. And it just kind of really changed my perspective of what What is important when I'm pregnant? What is important when we're going through these changes and all of these things? And 
it kind of flipped my idea of what makes me valuable on its side also. So it ended up being a blessing in some ways. Obviously, it was like the hardest thing I've ever had to go through in my life, but it did force me to grow up and it forced me to see the things that were truly important instead of what I was making important that didn't really matter at all. And I know I'm thin. I've always been thin. I never had a problem with weight. And some people hate me for that. <laughs> but it doesn't matter how big or small you are. We all have something that we don't like. There's always something that makes us feel less confident. And no matter who you are, no matter how gorgeous you are, no matter how beautiful you are, no matter how everybody tells you how beautiful you are, there's always going to be something that you can find on yourself that you don't like and that you think is bad. And I wish I knew how to change that for everyone especially when it comes to giving birth. You know, there's all these bounce back things like start working out as soon as you get home from the hospital so you can get back to your pre-pregnancy size and you could be like before you had a baby. And of course, we all want to feel attractive. We all want to be attracted to attractive to our partner and to ourselves. But you don't get over having a baby. That's not something that will ever change for you. You had a baby, you had a baby. There's no bouncing back. There's no going back to before unless you get surgery. Your body has changed and it will be changed. Sometimes for the better and sometimes not for the better. But you can't just rewind time for to before you had a baby. I mean, it sucks too because like in other time periods, that was a celebrated body type of like, you have like birthing hips or you have rolls and things like this that like are conducive to carrying babies. Yeah. And now we're working against nature mm-hmm. and it's getting harder to have babies. So maybe there's something there and it does suck. It's like, it's one of those things like you had a baby, like your body had a baby and like, it's so much easier to say than when you're actually going through it. But like, it's, unbelievable what our bodies can do and even if we couldn't do it like if something happened and we like we needed to work through it like I don't know the acceptance of bodies through big changes is is hard 100% so the connection to your body when you're pregnant I think it's sounding like it's both how you think of your body and how you think of your value before you're even pregnant affects it. And then two, like your birth, your pregnancy experience affects it and your birth story affects it. Mm-hmm. So it's like even during like with Ella, like that time you probably were like, oh, I'm so cute and small still great. But then your reflection of your birth body or your pregnancy body after birth like you remember that differently because now you have this story attached to it. That's a really good way to put it. Your experience will affect the way you look at your body and the way you feel about your body afterwards. So there's so many layers to it because you can even go through your pregnancy being like, I look unbelievable. And then if you had a bad birth, you can be like, is my my body failed me like I think you saying like you felt betrayed mm-hmm. like there's so many layers to our mind body connection mm-hmm. when it's literally building another mind in another body yep oh 
Okay, so what are some tips you have for moms to feel more comfortable in their body as it's changing? Because it's doing weird stuff. You feel sick. You look different. Come like coming in from as an outsider, I'm like, you're so adorable. But you're just like as a pregnant person uncomfortable and things are changing too quickly to every time you make one acceptance, another new thing comes. So what tips do you have for some pregnant ladies out there? To me, it is so important to see the way our bodies change and to find the beauty in that, that our bodies are able to do this amazing thing and grow a human being inside of us and that it's okay that they get big and that it's a good thing and and to treat that as a positive that our bodies will change instead of a negative because of what it what it does what is what the consequence of that change is it's incredible I think just accepting that big changes are coming they're going to happen you may be changed for forever if not for at least a really long time and all of these preconceived notions about pregnancy glow and all this stuff are total bs because the hormones you have pumping through your body during pregnancy make you have like acne and flaky skin and you know all of this stuff and so accepting that your body is changing and understanding the purpose of these changes also, accepting your disappointments in pregnancy. Even if you wanted it so bad and you want a baby so bad and you get pregnant and you're so excited, but then it's hard and you don't appreciate the changes that are happening and you don't appreciate the way you're feeling and you're uncomfortable and this is sore and that is sore. Accepting that as, yeah, that's valid. I'm, I'm, valid in thinking that and not feeling guilty for feeling that way because being pregnant is really hard mm -hmm. also having expectations for after you give birth think about what your body's going to be going through after you have a baby it's not like oh my baby's out i went back to normal there's a long recovery process associated with giving birth and we don't give enough credit to that especially in american culture you know it's it's a big deal to give birth and it takes your body a long time to go back to normal and you will eventually get back to somewhat of a normal sense of yourself you know you'll feel like yourself again but there's no way to go all the way back without surgical procedures and even sometimes those can't make you go back all the way things are gonna look a little bit looser and a little bit lower sometimes and a little bit bigger and that's just how it is. You have to accept it. You have to change the idea that you're going to go right back to the way you were before having a baby. Yeah, some things might go back, but there are definitely going to be some things that don't. And you can get in great shape. I'm not saying like you can't get back into you know great shape and be healthy and strong and all of those things. But it's going to take time and it's going to yeah. take a lot of effort. It is wild because it's like, the rhetoric around your body and birth isn't like any other thing. Like if you had, if you've done anything else that amazing, that was that physical and your body didn't change from it, it would be weird. That's such a good point. Like if you ran a marathon. Yeah, like you're different after. And like doing something 
that leads to that much success. Like you wanted that. You did a lot of work to have that baby. And the body after is your, is the result, you know? For sure. Blame it on your hard ass. (laughs) 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 Oh my gosh. You can have your ass back. I mean, postpartum mom arms. Yeah. It's a lot of lifting. Heavy stuff. So there are certain things about your body that are going to look even better. Okay, let's talk a little bit more directly about, like, body changes that will happen. So your boobs are going to get huge. Cool. Your belly's going to get adorable. Awesome. What else changes physically? Your butt might get wider. Is that like a hip spreading thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so there are hormones that go into your body that cause relaxing of the ligaments and all that stuff, which can cause your hips to widen, can cause your feet to get bigger or smaller. Um, It can cause height differences. Um, None of these changes are going to be like massive normally, but they're going to change a little bit. Uh, Your hair, you might get more hair, you might get less hair, just depends. Oh, I hope I get to sample size so I could get some good deals. I don't think they're going to change that much. <laughs> your hair, uh, some people might get a lot of hair. If you get a lot of hair, it's common for it to fall out after you give birth. It might change textures. Um, if you have curly hair, it might go straighter. If you have straight hair, it might get curlier. My hair got a lot straighter after having babies. My hair used to be super curly. Yeah. A lot of the stuff will go back. Some stuff will be changed forever. While you're pregnant, your face will change. There's a lot of swelling that can occur. So your lips might get bigger. Your nose might get bigger. Um, that's really common. That usually goes back after you give birth and everything kind of goes back to, to normal. And among other things, there's lots of things that will change. Your vagina might change. You know, all of these things will change. Your smell might change. And... I know we want it all. We want everything. We want to have a, you know, a healthy baby, a healthy body, a beautiful body, a beautiful baby. We want to be able to sleep. We want a great relationship with our partner. We want all of these things. But the reality is some things we're not going to be able to have. And some things are going to have to be sacrificed in order to, you know, step into this next stage of life. Yeah. So it's not about getting everything you want, but it's about setting priorities. What is the most important thing to you? Like in my first pregnancy, I wanted, of course, a healthy baby first and foremost, but I also wanted to look hot after I gave birth. And then in my second pregnancy, I, you know, I was ready for the stretch marks. I was ready to get huge. I was like, bring it on. That's what I want this time. I want all the stretch marks and I want to get super big. And I got that. But I don't think, like, you wanting to have no stretch marks wasn't why you went into labor. Just felt like it. And it actually allowed me to be more prepared for what was going to happen afterwards. And in my second pregnancy, after giving birth, my body image was much better. Even though I got stretch marks, I got, like I said, I was three sizes bigger. All of these things changed in my body. I shrunk. I My hair, like, like everything changed. Mm-hmm. But I had such a better body image than what I did in my first pregnancy. When we make image our main priority or one of our top priorities, I shouldn't say main priority because I'm sure health, healthy baby and healthy you is most important to you. But 
when we make image one of our top priorities, it makes it so much harder to feel good about yourself after giving birth and, and dealing with all these changes and seeing all these different things happening in your body. I remember when you were pregnant, like my memory of your first pregnancy was that you wanted to get big. Like, I remember you always being like, look at my belly. And everyone would be like, what belly? You're tiny. And like, you would look at photos and be like, oh my God, I thought I was huge then. Yeah, I had body dysmorphia for sure. <laughs> I wanted to get big. I wanted the, the baby to grow. I wanted, you know, I was excited to have a baby. But in the back of my mind, I was always feeling like, hmm, am I going to get back to my pre-pregnancy size? Am I going to go back? But I wanted my baby to grow. So it was just like this weird back and forth and this weird inner turmoil of like what I really wanted and what was actually going on with my body. Yeah. You wanted to be able to snap back. As Bounce back. <laughs> are you going to feel good about having bigger boobs or are you going to feel like weird about it? Um, okay, so here is a very timely story. I don't have huge boobs, but they've been getting bigger. Well, I guess I have pretty big boobs for my frame, but um, they've been like, I don't know why they've been like really popping lately. And yesterday I was wearing like a V-neck outfit to dinner and the server, I saw him look at my boobs and I had never had anyone look at my <laughs> boobs before other than, like, you know, someone I was dating. But, like, I don't have that body where you're, like, glancing down. Yeah. And I was, like, that was the weirdest feeling ever. And so I guess now that you're asking, I think it will be really cool because I'll be, like, look at these big old bitties. <laughs> but okay. I think, like, I don't know, like if they start getting bigger before my belly and everyone's looking yeah, at my will. boobs, it's going to be first. so weird. I'm not used to that attention, but I'm Thought sad because they like are it. perky and I don't want them to be saggy. That is one thing I'm worried that about. That is a myth also. You don't get um, saggy boobs from breastfeeding. You get saggy boobs from pregnancy itself because of the, the hormones that relax your ligaments that hold up your breasts. So they get saggy from pregnancy, not from breastfeeding. Interesting. So if you have like one pregnancy, they'll probably not be a big change. But with multiple pregnancies, they get lower and lower and lower. Is there anything to do to make that not happen to your boobs? Boob job. Eh, pass. <laughs> I always wanted big boobs. I mean, you know me. I used to literally sing you guys as a kid. Like, I wish I had big boobs. Like... I, looking out the window, I was an insane child. I was a wild oh kid God. that really just had a vision, you know? But I don't know. Like, now I really enjoy that they're not huge. Like, it seems like a pain in the ass to have big boobs. I don't know. But I think it'll be fun for a while. I want baby. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, I was such a weird kid. Look at me now, totally if you normal. Just what kidding. you look like. She was the cutest kid you've ever <laughs> seen, and she was very dramatic. She would always like look at herself in the mirror and cry <laughs> and and do all kinds of stuff. <laughs> well, okay, so this is very off tangent, but as a kid, my I wanted my life to be a movie so bad. 
So, like, you know in movies when they would, like, mostly, like, cartoons, when they would look out into the stars and, like, sing? <laughs> that's that's the scene <laughs> I was creating. <laughs> I know. I know. I see you do it. It's so great. They're just staring out the window. So funny. I used to pretend my boyfriends were in my closet. <laughs> crush on some boy and I would like pretend they were in my closet and like oh talk gosh. to them be like you have to hide That's my dad's so coming cute. so we're all weird oh we all do gosh. weird stuff you know you guys listening did weird stuff too yeah, don't judge us <laughs> yeah you could whatever right, so feel weird we got that out of the way surprise <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh I can't believe that I just shared that story about me <laughs> Yeah, me either. You know what? I'm tired of hiding my two self. (laughs) This This is us. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Okay. So, bodies. Is there any way to just be like, yeah, this is my body. Get over it. No, wait. Actually, I want to ask this. When you are pregnant, or have you heard in, like, working with different people like what are some common issues that happen within the relationship because your body is changing like does sex get uncomfortable is it like you're uncomfortable physically because like your body's changing are there any issues that have ever occurred where like the partner is just like weirded out that like there's a baby in there and they're like having you're like essentially having sex with your baby in the room you know what I mean like weird (laughs) stuff like that like is there anything that like from an intimacy perspective that causes issues and kind of how to get on the forefront of that. Cause that, I mean, I know for me, intimacy things really affect my physical confidence too. Yeah, for sure. That's a huge issue. Yeah. So it's very common for your partner to feel like, I don't want to have sex with you because the baby's right there. And like, you know, you always hear like, well, if I hit the baby's head or like something like that, but That is not possible if you are not dilated already. You cannot reach the baby. You don't have to worry about hurting the baby or anything like that. Baby's safe inside, in fluid, in the amniotic sac, inside the uterus, shut tight with with the cervix closed and a mucus plug, plugging everything up. So you don't have to worry about hitting a baby, hurting the baby, getting sperm all over your baby. Like You don't have to worry about any of that stuff. Also, let me just state, if you think that your wiener is that big, <laughs> your baby, talk about confidence. Oh my gosh, that is hilarious. <laughs> Who do these guys think they are? That is the best thing you've ever said. Yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Okay, but yeah, what else did you say? So you feeling, you okay, know, yeah. your body's changing. You may feel uncomfortable by being on top because everything is, like, different. It's harder to get around. It's harder to move. All of oh, those things are more difficult. I didn't think difficult. about that, just, like, feeling like you're, like, Ugh. Yeah, yeah, that's that's tough. Um, but not impossible, and people obviously figure that out just fine. 
you work around it. You figure out positions that work for both of you. And um, you can do it in the dark if you're uncomfortable. But some people think the pregnant body is absolutely gorgeous. And so you're going to have to talk about that with your partner and see how they feel about it and see, you know, what boundaries both of you have. Because, yeah, they might not be attracted to a pregnant body or they might be very attracted to a pregnant body. Mm-hmm. If they're not attracted, that's a tough thing to have to work through. Mm-hmm. And it might not hurt to have a therapy session or two to like maybe figure out how you guys can both work together to do that if you're having trouble doing it on your own. Yeah. And I guess like dad pregnancy body could be an issue also. Like, like if they they're, gain you know, weight? like the sympathy weight that they yeah, say. That like, can happen that too. That could be an issue too. I think just accepting bodies for what they are, realizing that you bring something important to the relationship other than what your body can offer, like you as a person, your personality, Mm -hmm. your um, rapport you have with your partner, all of those things are way more important in the long run than your body. Your body's going to get old. Yeah. That's what happens. Bodies get old. They get saggy. They get wrinkly. You can fight it with surgery and all that great stuff, but it's going to get old. Mm -hmm. So finding your relationship outside of the physical is so important, regardless if you're pregnant or not. But then especially when everything's changing and you're pregnant and your body feels different and everything is changing all the time, finding your relationship outside of your physical is top notch. Yeah. And, I mean, I never really thought about it that way, but it's, like, if you are in in a monogamous relationship and you're pregnant, like, personally, you might be feeling, like, oh, this isn't the body that, like, he signed up for kind of thing, Mm -hmm. or they signed up for. But at the same time, they signed up to be with you, potentially, till you're dead. Yeah. So, like, they've already been thinking that your body's going to be... And they signed up to be with you when you're pregnant. Because, <laughs> I'm sorry, even if it was an accident and it wasn't planned, when you have sex, you have a possibility of getting pregnant. So, mm-hmm. if they're going to have sex with you, then they should have a possibility of you getting pregnant, and then they should still want to be with you. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. The rational mind knows yeah. that, like, none of this needs to be an issue. But there's, like, this weird mm-hmm. thing with, like... Even when I'm just, like, not in my best shape, I just, like, don't feel as sexy. Like, it affects things, and it's stupid that it does. Yeah. Because nobody's telling me, like, oh, you're not pretty enough to have sex with. It's, like, just, it's it's all internal. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say that when, you know, in pregnancy, your hormones play a big role in your sex drive and all that stuff. And just, like, with any other stage of birth and labor and parenting, Your hormones can go one way or the other just depending on how they affect you personally. So you can be super horny the whole time or you can just never want anybody touching you ever again. It just can go either way. Are there, is that kind of like your whole pregnancy, the hormones will act the same way or will there be potential like ebbs and flows? There can be potential ebbs and flows. And it's just like a lot of things going into that. So it's like your hormones your emotions, your feelings about your body changes, your preconceived notions about what your body's supposed to be doing or looking like or what you want it to do or look like, all of those things mixed together 
can have an effect on all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we talk about like your body changing because you're pregnant. Can we talk a little bit more about your body when you're pregnant not doing the things necessarily that it's supposed to be doing? So if you get like diabetes or like if these little things pop up, I know like when you're talking about your first baby coming early, like how you felt like your body wasn't like doing its job. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about some of like the common things that might pop up and kind of explain a little bit more like why that's happening or kind of just like help people that might be going through some things where they feel that way? Yeah, that's a really tough thing when your body is not doing what you've been told it's supposed to do. It hurts. It feels like a defeat. It feels like you failed. It feels like all of these different things. But the fact is, if you're taking care of yourself, you're doing what you have to do, and you follow the the rules of what we know about science and birth and all of those things, there's nothing that anybody could have done to change it. And it just so happens that that's what happened to your body. And we tell you all of the stuff that your body is quote-unquote supposed to do, but that doesn't mean that that's what your body's supposed to do. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It's like your body's going to do what your body's going to do. And nobody outside of anywhere, including yourself, can tell your body what to do or not do without force. Because your body's naturally going to do what your body's naturally going to do. Mm-hmm. And so just because it didn't do what somebody else's body does doesn't mean that it hasn't served you well thus far. Because look at all the other things that your body has done to get you to the point where you are now. Yeah. So my body couldn't hold my babies in. But it's served me well other than that. And it's done other things exceptionally well. And it's done some other things that I wish could have been better. But focusing on what your body does well is helpful. Mm-hmm. Because there's likely to be something that your body did better than somebody else. You know, it's like when we, when we talk about how birth is supposed to go and the statistics, I've talked about this before, the statistics of, of what's normal, quote unquote, I've done a lot of quote unquotes in this episode, <laughs> all the stuff that's normal is only normal because a lot of people have that. It's not normal because that's the only way it goes. Mm-hmm. So it's not necessarily a problem with your body when you get diabetes or anything like that. It's just the way your body performs. Some things your body performs like everybody else, and some things your body performs better at, and some things your body performs with an abnormality, or sometimes some things your body performs less well than other people. So it's looking at your body as a whole instead of like, you didn't do this one thing right. Mm-hmm. You have failed me. You didn't do this one thing right. You're messing everything up. Okay, but let's look at your body as a whole. What else does it do really well? So you can appreciate your body for doing well, good things mm-hmm. instead of focusing on what it does that you wish could, it could do better. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of like a thing about everything. It's like women tend to focus on flaws or like that one time they messed up or Mm -hmm. they said that weird thing and like I'll say something and think about it for days it's like get over this easier said than done but it's hard it's not mm -hmm. easy 
And I still go through bouts, even, you know, 13 years later, where I'm like, man, why couldn't I do that? And it's like, well, that's okay. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do that. That's okay. It doesn't mean anything about my character. It doesn't mean anything about who I am as a person. My body is still pumping and it's still keeping me alive. And, you know, all of these things, it allows me to play with my kids and talk to my kids and and do all of these things. And it just couldn't do that one thing. I'm going to love it anyway. Mm -hmm. So we talked about like not having this like bounce back mentality, but it is important to kind of start feeling getting your fitness back and all of these kinds of things. When is that okay to do and at what level and all that? So that really depends on what your birth was like. If you had a C-section or a really traumatic birth, you're going to need some more time to heal. And working out before your body is healed is doing more damage than good. So waiting until you get the okay from your doctor or midwife, making sure that all your stitches are healed, everything's healed, you have the energy for it, you're feeling good. All of those things are so important because if you're depleted and then you're exercising just because you want to look better, like I totally get that, but you're hurting yourself when you do that. And just allowing yourself time, minimum a year, to get back to where you feel comfortable in your body, where you feel like your body is where you want it. Minimum. I remember my second pregnancy afterwards, I went up like three sizes and I threw away all my pants. I'm like, forget it. This is my size now. (laughs) But then I went back, but I went back. (laughs) So it just took me a couple years, but like I went back Mm -hmm. and that doesn't always happen. I know that, but giving yourself the time and it's more important that your diet is good than you working out hours in the gym. Mm -hmm. So just eat healthy. You know, you can even talk to a nutritionist to make sure you're getting, you know, the right balance of of meals in um, the planner pack. uh, As a part of the Bump Up Birth Method, I have sample menu in there to make sure you're getting the proper nutrition. Um, That's probably going to be more important than you working out. And there are certain ab exercises that you shouldn't do right away, especially if you have certain um, issues with your uh, abdomen or pelvic floor. And so making sure that you talk to somebody about that, making sure it's safe. There are a lot of uh, fitness experts that focus primarily on postpartum. So I suggest finding one of them and making sure you're doing it in a really safe way. Cool. And then we did talk about pelvic floor experts postpartum. What is that something that you should wait for if it's only to kind of like make sure everything's feeling right if there's not like a painful issue? Is that like a weight thing too or? Well, I'm not a pelvic floor specialist, so I recommend talking to them about that mm-hmm. and seeing what they recommend for your, your particular problem. Because I wish I knew everything, and I wish I could just help everybody with everything on earth, but (laughs) I can't. Bottom line, your body's not going to do everything you want it to do, just like your baby's not going to do everything you want it to do, just like your partner's not going to do everything you want it to do. We don't get everything we want. It's just not the way the world works. 
So accepting your body for what it does and what it doesn't do, being grateful for what it has provided you thus far is awesome. Expecting changes to occur in your body, expecting yourself to look different, expecting maybe not to go back to the way you were before you had a baby. That's a possibility. It's also a possibility you could, but most likely you're going to be a little bit different. We have to expect these things. Mm-hmm. When we expect things, we're not surprised, and we can handle them a lot better emotionally. If you're having issues accepting the fact that things are changing and your body's different or you know whatever that may be that's making you feel upset or disappointed in how your body is working, I definitely recommend going to see somebody, joining a support group, a therapist, anything like that, talking to a friend, whatever you feel comfortable doing to make sure that you don't feel bad about that anymore because there are ways to get help. You don't have to feel depressed or sad or bad about those things. There are people who can help you and make you feel better. Thank you for joining us today. We had a great time. And we hope you did too. We hope to see you next Wednesday. Bye.